We're back, and this is John Katzenetides, and number one show at 5 o'clock, and a TriCast between WABC and WLIR uh, and 970 AM, The Answer. And with us today, what the heck is going on with the primaries? We had primaries last night. We have primaries uh, coming in New York uh, next uh, and Florida, Tuesday. And Florida, too. And Florida. Uh, John McLaughlin. 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 Yes, McLaughlin. <laughs> as long as I don't call you late for dinner. Uh, tell us, what the heck is going on, John? Well, the primaries, what's great about the primaries is they're better than the polls because they're actual votes. So we get to see who's really winning, what's happening. So all the speculation that was going on about, you know, how Liz Cheney would do and Democrats coming into the Wyoming primary, um, it's just gone. And, uh, um, yeah, ironically, we had done a survey for President Trump uh right after Liz Cheney voted to impeach and she had blown up her base in Wyoming at the point where only 26% of the voters supported her. That's and it. The bottom line is only 26% voted for her. Oh no, the actual vote was 29. So it went up three <laughs> points, but she, she lost to a, basically somebody who was a political unknown who had run before and came in fourth place, Harry Hagman. And, uh, you know, Harry got 66% of the vote. Because Donald Trump uh, endorsed her, and and uh, we worked, you know, we worked in uh, Wyoming a long time, and a longtime client is state treasurer Kurt Meyer, and Kurt led the ballot. He was endorsed by Donald Trump, and he led the ballot of all the contested primaries with seventy one percent. And there were Democrats coming into the primary, roughly ten percent of the vote were Democrats, and eight percent were Independents. Because in Wyoming, even though you registered and you vote in your party's primary. You can declare that day that you want to vote in the other primary. And that was happening. And Liz Cheney was raising millions. She raised $15 million. Wow. You mean Abe Lincoln? Yeah, right. And and by the way, it's like her money that she raised. It's like the Lincoln Club. They raise all this money anti-Trump. It's a scam. And then they don't produce any results. And and when you look at this, I mean, she 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 made a huge mistake going against President Trump and then followed up with an even bigger mistake sitting on that January 6th kangaroo court that's coming up with nothing, where they didn't allow any pro-Trump Republicans to sit on that committee. So it's basically Liz Cheney tossed totally in with Nancy Pelosi. And Kissinger. Adam Kissinger. Yeah, Kissinger. Alaska. Before we run out of time here, Alaska. I don't hear crap about it. Tell us what happened. I mean, nobody talked about Alaska (laughs) last night. Well, I've worked for a long time in Alaska, going back to when Wally Hickel was governor and the Alaska Independence wow. Party. But uh, but the reason you don't hear anything about it, because the results don't come in until 4 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. So in Alaska, uh, Lisa Murkowski got roughly 44 percent of the vote. They're still counting. It was about 71 percent in. And uh, followed by Kelly Chewbacca, who who uh, uh, President Trump endorsed. She's at 40 percent. But it's it's not a true primary anymore. It's what they call an open primary. And the top four, they changed the election law last year to try to help Murkowski because she's an incumbent and she's at 44 percent. So she's under 50 percent, which means most voters don't want to vote for her. And in Alaska, what we've seen in our polls this year is that 70, uh, 75 percent of the voters think the country's on the wrong track. Sixty three percent disapprove of the job that Joe Biden is doing. And the majority of them disapprove the job that Lisa Murkowski is doing. So the top four now move on to November, and it's like the mayor's race in New York with the Democrat primary where you have ranked choice voting. 
So Kelly Shabaka has a very good chance to beat Lisa Murkowski in November. And uh, uh, so that it's going to be extremely hard fought over literally a primary where you're looking at there's about 150,000 votes right now that have been cast. Uh, where does Sarah Palin fall in there? She's she has also moved on to the to the uh, it's she, in, into the uh, uh, fall election, whatever uh, the November election. So she's still in it. She moved on. And uh, there's a Democrat running against her. And uh, uh, so 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 Trump's candidates have moved on in Alaska to the next round. But it's, so when it's do we know? Well, election bottom day. line, when do we know who won? Election day. Yeah, election day. Well, with Murkowski, you won't know until November, November eighth. Right. And for this, and and for this, the special for the remaining seat, um, I don't know because you have this ranked choice voting that. So they did, have, did did Trump's uh, designee lose? No, no, no. They she, haven't no, decided she, yet. They haven't decided yet. Just Sarah Palin has has moved on to whatever they're counting for the next. So it's but way, Sarah Palin I, is I, running for Congress and Senate. Congress, Congress, yeah. Congress, which is and, separate than Murkowski who's running for Senate. Right, right, uh-huh. correct. And right. there's two and there's two races because there's a primary for November, yeah, and a special election, special for Congress. Right. So it's like what you're going to have in New York uh, on Tuesday, where Mark Molinaro in the old 19th district. Uh, that Anthony Delgado left vacant is running uh, in a special election for Congress against a Democrat. Uh, and at the same time, he'll be on the ballot later on in November for the new 19th district. So I, I give us an update. We got we, we got about a minute left. We need an update next week. We got Governor Patterson here, too, to give us a, a rebuttal if necessary. Next week is the primaries in New York. Right. And it's what and the right heck is going to happen? People are going to, well, they're not used to an August 23rd primary. So the voting so far in the early voting has been very light, and it's going to be light and late. And uh, I, I know the Republican side, uh, Governor Patterson certainly knows the Democrat side. But I, th- I think what's interesting is the cashless bail and the economy and inflation are going to dominate what's going on in these races. And uh, uh, I know Nick LaLota, who's out in New York 1, is, is probably, he seems to be, uh, in a close race with a woman named Michelle Bond, who was part of the Obama administration. So he, he, he needs to win. Garbarino is in a race. Uh, uh, you have, uh, Mike Lawler will probably win, uh, in the New York, uh, 17th district. And you'll have, uh, a, a, a tough race going on between Sean Patrick Maloney and Alexandria, uh, uh, Yaji, uh, who's a socialist, right? So, so that's, yeah. and then you've got your races in New York with your friends. Uh, uh, Nadler and Maloney and Patel in that one race, and then you got the in, in New York Ten, where uh, uh, it seems Goldman appears to be leading Congressman Mondaire Jones. Any, from- before we go and break, uh, Governor Patterson, any comments? Are the common sense Democrats going to win, or are the socialists that want to kill New York going to win? Uh, John, I think in a conversation you and I had on Cat's uh, Roundtable on Sunday a couple of weeks ago. We're going to see more of the pragmatic Democrats winning these primaries. And this era of the sensational socialists is coming to well, an end. Well, we should talk about it. Today is Wednesday. We only got four more days on the radio for the next four days. We've got to talk about it every day to make sure 
and name the people that have common sense and name the people that are dumber than dumb. And by the way, I heard uh, Lee Zeldin on The Breakfast Club, which is an urban radio show, and they he was very well received. So don't underestimate the black and brown and Hispanic community coming out and voting, voting for Lee Zeldin, possibly, because they're sick and tired of the crime as well. And, and by the way, I wouldn't say that there's a common sense Democrat unless they say they're going to repeal cashless bail. Well, that, I would have them swear on a Bible saying that they're going to vote. Uh, they're going to vote to put the violent criminals in jail. Thank you so much, John McLaughlin. McLaughlin, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. And uh, let's take a break, and we're going to come back with Dr. Michalos to find out who's living and who's dying. <laughs> <laughs>